0: All right, here we are, episode two of Truth Truthsayer. Thank you, Shane, for being here, and let's get down to the nitty-gritty, the brass tacks. Let's so, it. it's taken us long quite a bit to get here, right? So, we both don't know why. You know, we're busy, but are we that busy? Is something going against us? Do we know? We don't know. But let's just assume the fact that it's not easy means that there are energies against us. And the last time we were here, we told ourselves by speaking this out loud we might just invite some negative energy into our sphere. Why don't you start to tell us about your week and what that looked like for you?
1: Okay, so all week it's just been one thing after another. Even getting to this point, because we've had a couple different scheduled appointments that life just like threw you in the opposite direction. You know, it is something to think about. Every time there's a great deliverance or a great victory or blessing, you'll always go through that first stage of opposition. It's kind of like right before Jesus broke forth in his powerful ministry to save the world, he was in the garden. I mean, he was in the desert fighting Satan. That opposition came right before his great blessing. We have to understand that everything is spiritual. We don't understand why things happen the way they do, but we live in a spiritual world. We are spiritual beings. And coincidences aren't truly coincidences. It's divine appointments. Everything is under a huge architectural design in the spirit world. Everything that we face has its root in the spiritual world, everything. From people that come into your life trying to cause you harm or backstabbing you or hurting your feelings in some type of way or form, there's a spiritual root. Involved in that, because yes, they are held responsible, but then at the same time, we have to keep our spiritual eyes open, our spiritual ears open to understand the truth of life. and this is why truth sayer is so important because we're here to speak truth, and truth is is that we are spiritual creatures, created in the image of God, born into a world that has been destroyed through the depravity of man, through sin. Sin is a disease that has infected the entire world exactly like COVID, except everyone was born with it and everyone is a slave to it until we're set free through the glory of the Lord Jesus. And so getting into this, the architectural design of life and why we are the way we are, and sometimes you don't have your eye, your third, you know, some people call it your third eye, your spiritual eye. You're not awakened until you really come into contact with God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Every time I see a new conversion take place, the only thing they could say is hindsight is 2020. 20, 100%. You look back and you understand that God was there the whole time, And all the times that you are under strong spiritual possession or opposition or oppression, it all has its roots. And so that's what we're here to discuss. And we're going to break down some in-depth spiritual warfare.
0: Exactly. So why don't we kind of take a breath here and think about like, who are we in opposition with, right? Because I mean, that's where it starts to get a little bit more present for us. It's kind of easy to say, oh, maybe Archangel Michael is going to protect us, or maybe Gabriel is going to blow the horn, or maybe Isaiah was the prophet. And I could go back to that and understand what it was going to be like when we go to high ground and the need for the land, which is reading scripture on this, right? But who are we in opposition with?
1: Every person is a vessel, a vessel for good or a vessel for evil. Used by Satan or used by God? Every person. When we truly dive in depth into that, we'll understand, you know, like the story of Job. Satan came against Job through his wife. When she said, curse God and die. All these bad things have happened to you and you've been nothing but loyal and faithful to him. Curse him and die. She was a vessel for Satan. You go back in history. Eve which was Adam's wife, was used by a vessel by Satan to bring Adam into sin.
0: So one of the things that I was listening to on YouTube was this video, and it was saying that everyone's a vessel, and if they're not filled with the Holy Spirit, they're gonna be a vessel for negative spirits. And if they are filled with the Holy Spirit, then they will not be open to the portal of negative spirits. And like we talked about last time, It was saying that they will come fill you up if you're empty. And then if you cast them out, they will go get like seven of their wickedest cousins and come back. And they will see that you're not available for a while, but they will get everyone against you because they know that you're an open vessel. And they will come back and they will own you 10 times more and use you to the nth degree.
1: And you know that's so true because it says that the later state of that man is worse worse than the beginning we
0: loved it it was the last show like that right i think so we mentioned something like that and i think the later state of that man is worse because and i was talking to my ex-wife about this and she was saying wow i have a feeling that when the evil spirit knows that they had access to you they come back and they come back tenfold and now we're kind of saying we believe that to be true too
1: no it's definitely true and you know there's a lot of supporting scripture with this and so When you get into it, what Heath was just saying, that if a man cleans his house and turns back, goes back to his wicked ways, the evil spirit that was taken out of that man will come back with seven more spirits, more wicked than himself. Scripture says, it is better for you to have not known than to know and then to turn from the holy commandment, which was delivered to you. And that holy commandment is your only path of salvation. And sometimes we see, in my experience, I watched a man while I was in prison turn back. And when he turned back, it was like he was a complete open vessel for evil spirits. And the crazy thing about this is that this same guy who was going to church, we were doing Bible studies, the man was strong in the spirit. I remember him telling me that he started opening the door to porn, right? That was his first part. Then he started getting high. And from that point, I'll tell you the last time I saw him, he was running across the compound butt naked. God, honest truth. The Bible says that the devil is more subtle, crafty, and deceitful than anything else, wisdom powerful than you can imagine. And so when Satan comes in, you don't even know he's there. He's right behind you, he's tapping on your shoulder, telling you things, whispering things. The devil, demons, you know, it's all in the same. It's all one working force that's unified to destroy the image of God.
0: So let's just take that for a second. Let's just take out the super demystification of, oh, I'm not important, the devil doesn't like me because I'm just not that evil. So why would the devil come find me in Louisiana or Kansas or Arkansas or Florida, right? Let's assume that the devil is not like all inclusive, right? And they can just come find any soul anywhere they want, right? Because we're just not that significant is what many people like to think, right? But the devil's army does. Is that what you're saying?
1: Okay, so the Bible says that one third of the angels fell. In scripture, it says, in heaven, it says, that before the throne of God stood 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, right? We're talking about millions. So we don't know exactly how many demonic spirits
0: just fled from heaven, fled from heaven. That
1: fell from heaven.
0: With Satan and got kicked out and said, we're out out and then Satan wants to sit on your chair, God, and we think he can do it. And then they just fled. We don't know what they are.
1: And so these evil spirits were given dominion in the world. How? Through Adam. The Bible says that God gave Adam dominion over the whole world, over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over every creeping thing that creepeth.
0: He named woman.
1: Everything. So God delivered to Adam dominion and power. And what Adam did was he surrendered it, right? And it's kind of crazy. When you read in... Matthew chapter four, when Satan is coming against Jesus, Satan says, I will give you all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And that which has been delivered unto me, if you will fall down and worship me, that which was delivered to Satan came from Adam. And that's why we live in a world that has the spirit of this world. That's what the scripture says. That the spirit of this world, you know, when you get into revelations and you start looking at the great horror of Babylon, and this is a world dominion spirit. And we, in our days, we call it culture. You know, someone that's like worldly minded, they're not thinking about God. This is just the culture of the day. Abortion, it is what it is. You know, you go down the whole line and everything behind it that goes against the will of God. We call it culture. But someone that has their spiritual eyes opened... We look at it as the spirit of this world. This is what's driving the world to be more wicked and evil than it's ever been. And it's going to continue to be worse. You know, in the last days, the scripture says there'll be a great apostasy. Apostasy means falling away. To fall away means you had to be there. And so when you dig deep into that, it is better for you not to have known than to know. Scripture says, if we sin willfully after we receive the knowledge of the truth, There remains no more sacrifice for sins. And so what I'm digging into is that we are living in a world where Satan is trying to gain dominion, not only of the people, but Christians, most importantly. Why? Because someone that starts their walk in faith. The scripture says the the word of God in the Bible is like a planter planting seeds. The seeds fall in different places. It says some of it lands in in tough ground. And as soon as the faith comes alive and and you spring up, the sun hits it, the world hits it, and it withers away. Others, that it falls among thorns. And the Bible says the cares and riches of this world choke it so that it becomes unfruitful. Other parts says if it landed on the wayside and the devil comes immediately to snatch that word out of your soul, There's multiple examples of how the Scripture and God and His Word is being completely attacked from every angle by Satan and his demons. One thing I learned is that we have to be careful about spiritual doors we open. Spiritual doors meaning something that gains the attention of the spirit world. If I'm praying in spiritual warfare... I know that my voice is loud and clear in the spirit world when I'm calling for Satan to be bound, to cast down and to destroy all the strongholds that Satan is bringing against me, my family, friends, and loved ones, that I rebuke this evil spirit and I pray for the binding and the casting away of it. You gotta have your armor of Christ on. You gotta be walking in the spirit. But on the flip side, vice versa, a man playing a Ouija board, watching movies that invoke demonic spirits and what i mean by that is like it could be multiple things but you know the bible says that the eyes are the gateway to the soul and so what you entertain eventually detains think about that